Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at 5.30 minutes of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. The day after the post-mortem, as we say, what is happening? What happened? How do we fix it? How do we make it better? How do we make it right? How do we win? Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Couple breaking news things for you. The House Oversight Committee has subpoenaed Hunter Biden, James Biden, the bo- brother of the president, and also Hunter Biden's business partner. That's some good news today. Uh, in addition, seven Nashville police officers, I just got this uh, from my friend who just sent this over to me. Apparently, now seven Nashville police officers were just placed on administrative leave in connection with the release of that Nashville manifesto. The powers that be are more concerned about finding the leaker than they are about the contents of Audrey Hale's anti-white, anti-Christian, anti-straight manifesto. That is what Stephen Crowder just tweeted out a short time ago. He's, of course, the guy that got the manifesto and finally released it to everybody. Uh, all right. So yesterday, my I want to tell you two things. I want to take your calls. 855-839-1210. What occurred in New Jersey in District 4, is an outrageous, absolute sin what happened. But there's a big lesson here. And the lesson is Democrats cheat. Democrats will use whatever tactic they have to do. And Republicans are just not getting the turnout out. I want to begin by saying, and I've been saying this all day, this is not about Trump. What happened yesterday is not about Trump. It's not about abortion, except for the fact that voters who are motivated by abortion all show up to vote. That's the extent that abortion matters. It matters in the sense that people who that is their that is their issue, they will show up 100 percent. No question about it. Now, in the fourth legislative district in Gloucester County, where we have this Fugazi candidate named Giuseppe Costanzo, a fake candidate in the race. Let me show you the breakdown here just so you can understand what what happened. Paul Moriarty is the Democrat senator elect for that district. He had 12,513 votes, or 48.30% of the vote. Chris Del Borello, 
the Republican, had 12,460 votes or 49.09% of the vote. In other words, Chris lost to Paul Moriarty, the Democrat, by 53 votes. Giuseppe Costanzo, the Fugazi candidate, got 893 votes. So the Democrats' tactic of going to Republican voters and saying, you sick of the Republican Party? You want change? Vote for conservative Giuseppe Costanzo handed Paul Moriarty that seat. Now, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When you vote third party, you waste your vote and you help the Democrats, period. That's what you do. That's what you do. I had a woman call a show earlier today, Jen. She's a libertarian. I'm very small L libertarian, philosophically speaking, not a member of the libertarian party. I only vote Republican because the reason why is you have to use the two-party system as a vessel. The Democrat Party is the party of progressive kooks because the progressive kook party can't win. So the progressive kooks took over the Democrat Party. And that's why it's the progressive kook party. This is a two-party system in this country. It always will be. I live in the real world, not the world I wish I could live in. As much as I would love a third-party candidate, as much as I'd love to see a third party, as much as I'd love to see a system that that happens, it will not happen. It's never going to happen. The system is a two-party system, period. 893 people who voted for Giuseppe Costanzo thinking that they were sending a message to the Republicans by voting for the quote-unquote real conservative voted for a fake Fugazi phantom candidate, and now they have a Democrat senator. I don't know how else I can put it. I live in the world I live in, not the world I want to live in. I live in the real world. The other thing is that Republican turnout yesterday was abysmal. And the Democrats have this down to a science. They've got the early voting down to a science, the mail-in voting down to a science. They've got the drop boxes down to a science, and Republicans don't. My buddy Steve Pacaraduni said it very, very well when he said that Republican turnout was so lame when you only have 34% turnout on election day. In his committee district in Washington Township, 37 Republicans, he gave them a vote-by-mail ballot. They had a vote-by-mail ballot. As of yesterday, only four out of the 37 did not return their ballot because Steve took the time to call and text every one of them every day until they returned their ballot. The Dems do exactly the same with three times the number of vote-by-mail ballots. And the Democrats will even bring people into the polls for early voting. They'll run, they'll run uh, buses to get people to the polls. Republicans are still, we still have this old mindset of voting on election day and only voting on election day. And it has to, it has to change or we're doomed. We're doomed, period. We're doomed because this is never going away. This is the world. It is the world we live in and is not going to change. So either embrace it and then own it and use it to your advantage or sit back and lose. That's it. That's the choice. That's the only choice. It's a very, very simple choice. The other thing is Democrats are killing it on social media. They're using Instagram and they're using TikTok and Republicans are not. And it's a major problem. And a very sweet woman called in earlier and made that point and said they need a Gen Z somebody, somebody from that generation who knows that stuff. Well, that's why I said Vivek Ramaswamy would be an outstanding Republican national chairman because he's young and he gets the technology. And unlike Nikki Haley, he doesn't want to ban TikTok. 
he sees the value in using that to appeal to young people because whether you like it or not, whether China's spying on us or not using TikTok, doesn't matter. That generation has decided they're using it, period, and they're not going to stop using it. And no ban from government's going to stop that either. So either use these things to your advantage and win or lose. That's it. Those are the choices. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Patrick's in Gloucester County. Patrick, hello. Hey, how are you, Rich? Good, Patrick. Thank you. So I feel like we're outnumbered. I feel like people are being bred to to hate the government, hate America, hate freedom, hate freedom of speech, hate the Constitution. They're ignorant. And then the people that are left to stand are complacent and they don't want to vote. And, and they don't, they just, they have their houses, their cars, their jobs, and they just don't care anymore. They don't want to show up anymore. And it's really sad. Well, how do we change that? How do we fix that? How do we motivate them? I don't know. I really don't. It, it's, it's really scary. I'm 55 and I, I have two little girls and I weep for this country and I weep for where we're headed and, and I'm scared to death because I, I don't know. And I feel like we don't, we don't train our kids. We don't teach our kids. I really don't know. It, it's, it's terrifying and it's disheartening. And I wake up in the morning and I hear our, our elections went a certain way. And I wonder, like you go to the grocery store, you go to the gas pumps, you, you pay for your health care. When do you give up? I mean, you want to kill a baby. You, you want to do these hard. You want to go pee in a girl's room or a boy's room. I, I don't know when you give up and when you just, I really don't know. But you never give it, up. You got to keep fighting. You don't give up. That's the bottom line. You don't give up. Patrick, thank you for the call. Hang in there, bud. Don't don't let it get you down. We still got another election yes, coming in less than a year. All right. Thanks, Patrick. Uh, Jim is in Woodbury. Jim, how are you? Good, thank you. I love your show. Thank you. Um, I, my comment was, yesterday was the first time I've ever voted and have not seen the party affiliation of the candidates on the ballot uh, for the uh, Board of Education in each town. And there wasn't any column A or column B. They were all grouped together. So you really didn't know which party you were voting for or what yeah. whose candidate, you know. But hey, I don't understand that. Well, because they're supposed to be nonpartisan. But the thing about it is that the you. this is why I kept saying you got to educate. People need to be educated on the school board candidates because they're not in political. They're not on political columns. And for that reason, well, people go in there and they see names. And if you don't take the time to know the candidates, you, you, you don't you don't know what to do. That's why I kept saying on the show yesterday, please, if you don't know in your town who's running for school board, make a call. Call somebody. Find out. Find out who these people are, because school board elections now matter as much as legislative elections and as much as congressional elections, because we're trying to push back on all this indoctrination and and transgender bathrooms and transgender sports and everything else. So. Yeah. Also, the other thing, all of the all of the uh, lawn signs, they appeared to be picked up before that. It, you know, I saw them every day coming home from work. And uh, yesterday, as I'm on my way to the polls, no signs. So, they, you know, you can identify which party the people are from by the color of the signs, usually blue, you know, Democrat, red, Republican. And all the signs were pulled 
yesterday before the you know on election day. That's yeah. crazy. I hear you, buddy. I do. And and school board elections are going to still be the hot topic. No, no doubt about it for, for the foreseeable future. We got to figure out a way. And and I'll tell you a story. And thank you for the call, Jim. Thank you very much. I, I offered yesterday to a candidate who is running for school board to call into the show. And I said to my friend who's running your campaign, I said, she doesn't have to, but I just wanted to know she's welcome to. And I won't be offended if she says no, but there are a lot of people in the car right now who are driving and they don't know who to vote for. So if they hear her on the show, she might win. She didn't win. I'm not saying that she would have won if she came on the show. I don't, I can't make that assumption, but I'm just saying that the problem is a lot of these school board members right now are afraid of embracing, openly embracing these very conservative issues. And a lot of them are running very milquetoast campaigns, quite frankly. And the stakes are too important for that. So, you know. Uh, let's see here. We got Maggie in Lansdale. Maggie, how are you? Good. I love your show, Rich. Thank you, First Maggie. First time caller. Uh, Rich, um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but France has gone totally paper ballot. They got rid of their machines. The country, France, mm-hmm. is total. So the United States, we can do the same. We can't. We're not going to. Why? Because we're not going to, because the Democrats are never going to give up early voting. They're never going to do it. It's not going to happen. I'm just being honest with you, Maggie. I'm just telling you the truth. It's not going to happen. So we should instead waste our, don't waste our time, invest our energy into using the system that is there and using it to our advantage and stop trying to wish for something that's not going to come true. I hate to be harsh, but that's just the reality. I mean, it just is. We're not France. Can't Congress do something about it? States control the elections. States control the elections in our country, not not the federal government. And you're not going to get 50 states to go paper ballot. That's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't trust those machines at all. Not at all. I understand. A lot of people feel the same way. Uh, but you're not going to get, we, we're not France. Our, our, the government of the United States of America doesn't control elections. The states do. And, and, you know, find me a state besides real red ones that would do that. And it's not going to happen in Pennsylvania. It's not going to happen in New Jersey. It's not going to happen in Delaware. There's our region. There you go. So. No, that's a shame. Maggie, thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I, this uh, last election was the first time I did a mail-in ballot, and they followed. They continuously gave me like a receipt through email that they received my ballot. My ballot was being mailed to me, so I thought they were quite competent. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So you know, you know, you know, if France can do it, why can't we? Because you know? we don't have national. France controls their elections. They were a different style right. of government than we do in the United States of America. Our constitution leaves elections to the states. We don't have national elections in this country. We have 50 state elections. That's I mean, why. but if, if, okay, so if the state of Pennsylvania, we talked it up and said to our friends, whoever, everybody do mail-in ballot. Well, that's what has right? to happen. We need, we need Republicans to, to embrace you know? mail-in ballots. Republicans need to embrace early voting 
Republicans need to embrace these things. Otherwise, we're going to wind up losing because for whatever reason, we're not getting people to the polls on Election Day. And the Democrats right. are embracing all these things and they're getting more votes in. It's about turnout. No, right. Turnout is the issue. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that point. But, Ma- Maggie, thank yeah, you, my dear. Those machines are awful. I know. I, I, I hear you. I love your show again. <laughs> Lo- thank you. Love you, too. 855 I mean, it just is what it is. You know, it's the old saying, but, yeah. Uh, Robert is in Ben Salem. Robert, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Rich? Good to talk to you, man. Good to talk to you. Um, I disagree with a, couple, with a few of the, the past callers, okay? Um, if you're worried about elections being stolen, make them steal it, okay? Don't just let them have it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you don't want to go, we lost several races here by less than 100 votes, and half the Republicans didn't bother to come out, okay? And that is why we lost. We lost because we gave it to them. We have the numbers. I don't know why we're so demoralized. To my fellow Trump supporters, okay? It's great that you come out when Trump is running, but you got to come out every other time because if you don't, even if he wins, he has no support because the Democrats have won all the other races. Okay, if you don't want to go to the poll, okay, please send in a mail-in ballot. There's a lot of people out there that send in things for publishers' clearinghouse that they're never going to win, but they find the time to send it in. It takes a few minutes. It'll be a big help. We cannot be feeling down about this, and we can't be waiting for Trump to save our bacon. We have the numbers. We have the issues. And when the state uh, Republican Party gets its act together and decides to show up to promote their candidates and be on the radio, we'll have more of a shot. But please don't give up. Please do not give up. We're going to win in 2024, but we can win every election if we would just take the time. Just take the time. We've got the numbers. I'm sorry. I don't want to go off on a rant here, um, Rich. I love your show, <laughs> and I uh, love listening to you, and I'm going to be there for next election and every election after that. Good. I love the party. passion. Please. I love the passion. Good for you, Robert. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. You're exactly right. You too. And thank you for quoting Dennis Miller. I don't want to get off on a rant here, but uh, Bo in Levittown. Hello, Bo. Hey, Rich, uh, I have uh, three things. I agree with you on Ronna McDaniel. She has to go. She needs to go. I also believe that we need to promote mail-in ballots more. There's one thing I disagree with you on, believe it or not, and that's the fact on abortion. Abortion is an emotional issue. What we need to do as Republicans and take it off the table. And how we do that is the following. And you know me, I'm a transactional guy. Here's what you do. Let women have abortions. I'm fine with it. You know what? If you want to kill your baby, kill your baby. Offer insurance like they do for health insurance. Make it a pre-tax benefit plan. The only thing is I don't want to have to pay for it. That takes that issue off the table that motivates these Democrats on mail-in ballots or whether they go to the polls. It takes that away. People can't use that anymore. I can't believe that Carolyn Carluccio would have not gotten in. Let me tell you, Bo, Bo, but the thing about it, even if Republicans said all those things, Democrats are going to spend money and and the abortion groups are going to spend money saying that the Republicans are going to overturn all those things. Even if what you just said becomes the law one day, 
then they're going to spend money saying Republicans are going to take those things away and they're going to scare people that they're going to lose those, quote unquote, abortion rights. What we have to do is not try to placate the pro-abortion crowd. What we have to do is get the numbers to overcome them because that crowd that votes on that issue is going to vote on that issue, period. And they're going to get the same fear that motivates them in every election because of that is going to be there. But I'm sorry to say this, pro-lifers win. Donald Trump was pro-life and he won the presidency. Chris Christie was pro-life and he won the, the governorship of New Jersey twice. But but you have to get you've got to overcome that threshold. And this is the problem, Bo. The the pro-abortion voters, the voters that have abortion rights as their primary thing, they show up. They show up. But that's what I'm saying. You take that issue off. You're the never going to take the but issue I, off the table, because even if the issue's off the table, they're going to tell everybody the issue's about to be back on the table. If Republicans win, they are always going to come out and say those things. You could pass a constitutional amendment tomorrow to say abortion is legal and paid for by the government and Democrats and the pro-abortion groups will still spend billions of dollars scaring people into believing that if Republicans win, that's going to go away. You are never well, going to get this issue off the table. Then it gets back to the morons who vote for that, like the younger people. That's why you need to do TikTok and Instagram. And that's why you need somebody like Vivek in there. I actually thought that woman, that other woman who was running against Ronna McDaniel would have been pretty good. I forget her name. But she would have been a better choice than, than Ronna McDaniel. Mitt Romney McDaniel. McDaniels. She makes me crazy. But you know what? Here's the issue, too. Rich, I talk to a lot of people in Bucks County. A lot of the women, I, I hate to say it, but they vote with their emotion. And these are Republican women I'm talking about. You know, they get hung up with Trump with his nasty tweets and everything else. And, and I have one person, a, a client of mine, a woman, very successful, multimillionaire. She goes, you know what? The worst thing that ever happened in history. I go, no, what? Giving women the right to vote because we vote with our emotions. Of course, I know that wouldn't fly in today's world. But you know what? She's right to a certain extent. A lot of women vote based. Oh, they're going to take my abortion rights away. Well, First of all, you're taking your kids. Listen, stop, stop. You're you're you're, you're Bo. I love you. But you are you, what you're doing is, is you're buying into the narrative that you're hearing from the talking heads on corporate media, the political analysts who are looking at this election from 30,000 feet. That's not how most women think. That's how the women who are abortion voters think. That's how they think. That's how they vote. And they're always going to vote Democrat, Bo. We have to get more people to the polls to, to overcome that. That's the reality. It's like you sitting here and telling me we got to we got to get rid of those gun voters. Let's just give everybody guns. You you don't think then that, that the people that motive, that are motivated by the Second Amendment are not going to respond to a mail piece that says if you vote for candidate A, he's going to undo that and take away your guns. Of course, they're going to be motivated by that. People that are motivated by single issues are always going to be motivated by single issues. You have to overcome that. That's how you win elections. I, I agree with you. We have so many better issues than that. Just from oh, paying this twelve thousand dollar inflation tax that we're paying paying now, I don't know how people could even consider voting that way. I hear you, you know, even if they're just pro-abortion, it makes me crazy. Love your show, Rich, as always. Thank you Thank for you, setting Bo. me straight. You got it, pal. I appreciate it. I just, I just think from a thirty thousand foot view. Everybody has to. We got to pull back. I these these analysts that go on TV and radio and start with their pronunciations. I'm not saying Bo's doing this, but 
their big pronouncements of we got to get rid of Trump and we got to get rid of abortion as an issue. Stop. Those things are never going away. It made nothing to do with what happened yesterday. Nothing. What happened yesterday is turnout sucked. That's the bottom line. Turnout was awful. It was abysmal, period. And Democrats have figured this out and they get their people out to vote. So Republicans have to do the same damn thing or they're going to keep losing. If tomorrow every state in the country passed a state amendment that said abortion is legal and the national constitution had an amendment that said abortion is legal, there are still going to be NARAL and Planned Parenthood attack ads against candidates who even come out and say they're, they're, they, they would support keeping those amendments. And the attack ads would say that candidate is going to undo those amendments and take away your abortion, quote unquote, rights. That issue is always going to be there. So figure out how you can get people to the polls to overcome those voters who are those single voter issues. And Republicans are not doing that because they're not getting people out to the polls. And the Democrats are. So 100 percent of the people who are motivated by keeping abortion legal showed up to vote yesterday. And there are a lot of pro-life people who stay at home because it's not their primary issue. They happen to be pro-life, but it's not their single issue. And for whatever reason, the other things were not enough to motivate them. That's the problem. So I agree abortion is a great motivator for Democrats to get out to vote. Yes, but it always will be no matter what, period. It always will be. The answer is not turning around and suddenly embracing every we can only have pro-choice candidates. That is not the answer. That is not going to work. Carolyn Carluccio had to spend all this time explaining how she was not going to be able to make abortion illegal as a Supreme Court justice. It doesn't work. The fear the fear tactics work. You have to overcome the threshold that the Democrats are bringing on Election Day. And we're not doing it. We're not doing it because we're still stuck in our old fashioned ways of everybody voting on Election Day. I'm guilty of it myself. I voted at 7.45 p.m. last night. I barely made it. I'm guilty of this myself. So I'm lecturing me, too, because I like voting on Election Day and I don't like voting by mail and I don't like drop boxes and I don't like early voting. But I have to accept these things, too. I have to or I'm going to be faced with a Democrat president in 2024. That's it. Period. It there, Nothing is going to change that. We have to get our people out to vote. We're not doing that. And we're leaving way too much to chance on Election Day. We used to say back in the day, let's hope for rain on Election Day as Republicans will win because most Democrats would stay home if it rained. Well, now it's the opposite. That Democrat voted two weeks ago. So it doesn't matter if it rains. That Democrat had his mail-in ballot dropped off in a box five days ago. That Democrat had somebody pick up that ballot and deliver it two days ago. You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? So now we're leaving Election Day up the chance. We're leaving it up the chance where somebody has a late meeting or the kids get sick or there's traffic or there's bad weather. Now we're the ones leaving Election Day up the chance. And it's foolish. It's foolish. It doesn't make any sense. Ah, 855-839-1210. Richard is in Cherry Hill. Hello, Richard. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Real quick, you're confusing me because, again, a little history. 
why, why are you going against Trump's wishes? Wasn't it Pennsylvania in 2020 where Trump was way, way ahead and all of a sudden all this huge mail-in ballot came through and Trump lost and Trump came out and said no mail-in ballots and that's why we also lost Georgia because Trump said no mail-in ballots. Why do you not agree with Trump on this? Do I have to agree with Trump on everything? No, but if that's his wishes, there's a reason why he doesn't want people to do mail-in ballots. I'd love to know what it is. Well, then ask him. <laughs> what are you asking me for? I don't know. Uh, well, I don't understand, because to me, he hurts the party by saying that. Don't you agree? Well, I think if he says it this time around, he's going to be making a huge mistake. I think 2020 was a totally different world. I think a lot of people were very upset by mail-in balloting in 2020. And you have to remember that what happened with that election with mail-in balloting was the government, particularly the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, played games and said the deadline that's in the that's in the state statute doesn't count, and we're going to extend that deadline by three days, and they had no right to do that, and that was completely unconstitutional. But it was a different world. That was four years ago, so it doesn't matter. I had I I was against mail and uh, balloting in 2020. We got to deal with 2024. Enough with the rear window. Can we move on from that? I think we have to wake up an awful lot of Republicans to accept that. Uh, absolutely. And Trump needs to as well. And I think he will this time around. I'm very confident he will. Thank you for the call, Rich. Appreciate it. Uh, one more before I take a break. Let's see. Uh, uh, Don in Franconia. Don, go ahead. Hey, good evening. How you doing today, Rich? Good, Don. What's up, buddy? Well, if you're doing good, you might be the only person I know that would be. Uh, yesterday was a disaster. Uh, I five five or six times now I've worked the polls uh, where I live, and I, I'm telling you, it's a great experience. I recommend it for anyone who, like myself, has plenty of time to do it. And I'm retired, so I have sometimes I have too much time on my hands to be honest with you. But it was great experience, and where where I vote at, I would say the Republicans did about sixty two percent based on what I saw posted today, where I vote, uh, which I thought was excellent. But I I also feel like I'm Custer at Custer's last stand because where I live, I am boarded by the Penridge School District, which had five people running for the school board, and they all lost. I, uh, there was five people, uh, Republicans, that lost at Lansdale, which borders borders where I live on the other side of where I live, and uh, it, it just gets it's ridiculous what's going on. Yeah, well, we got to fix it. Don, thanks for volunteering as a poll worker. Appreciate it, buddy, very much, and have a great rest of your night. All right, more of your thoughts, more of your calls, 855-839-1210, on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Let me tell you about Dr. Mike Venaria. He loves our veterans, and he is saluting them this coming Saturday at his office in Cinnamonson, New Jersey. Love to see you there for his annual Veterans Day breakfast. Dr. Mike Venaria does this every year. And, yes, my whole family goes there. As a matter of fact, my wife was there today. That's right. Bridget had an appointment with Dr. Mike Venaria today. So when I tell you the whole family goes there, the whole family really goes there. The level of care and commitment to dental excellence that Dr. Mike and his staff delivers to every patient will make you want to go to the dentist. If you've been contemplating that big invasive dental procedure and you're nervous, don't be. Reach out to Dr. Mike for a second opinion free consultation. Listen, you only have one smile. So please, trust it to Dr. Venaria who's been delivering results that surpass expectations 
that has made him a top dentist in New Jersey for 10 consecutive years. He has one of the most respected reputations among his peers as a master of dental implants. You have a choice, a clear choice to make for you and your family. So give Dr. Venaria a call today. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. He has two locations to serve you, Cinnaminson and Woodbury, right over the bridge. So schedule your free implant consultation today for your perfect smile. Call 856-786-2020, 856-786-2020, or visit VenariaDental.com. That's V-A-N-A-R-I-A, VenariaDental.com. And don't forget the Veterans Breakfast and free community shredding event coming up this Saturday, November 11th at his Cinnamonson office on Riverton Road. It's on Veterans Day. Free shredding, free coffee, cake, donuts, pizza, and a chance to salute our country and our veterans. Everyone is welcome to attend. VenariaDental.com, VenariaDental.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Zioli Show. On your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, so as we analyzed the election yesterday, 855-839-1210, want to hear your thoughts. There's also a bunch of other things going on as well. Uh, the breaking news today, the House Oversight Committee has subpoenaed Hunter Biden and James Biden and Hunter's business associate. Uh, seven Nashville police officers have been put on leave for possibly leaking the manifesto of the deranged school shooter, Audrey Hale, who hated uh, whites and rich people and Christians and straight people and basically everybody. Uh, so that's what's happening now. And police in New Jersey, thanks to Road Warrior for saying this out, uh, SWAT teams and tactical units are searching for a man who was at the Capitol building on January 6, 2021, the high holy day of the left. They are searching the woods of New Jersey for him. 
SWAT teams and police uh, searching for this man with charges tied to January 6th. I don't know what he did on January 6th that would justify such an amazing FBI presence, but I'm sure, like the feds always do, they love to send a message. Uh, Jennifer Stefano is the executive vice president of the Commonwealth Foundation and a columnist at the Philadelphia Inquirer, and she joins me now. Jennifer, hello. How are you? Sure. Good evening to you. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Uh, Rough day yesterday. Yeah, I think for the Republicans, it was not good. It was not what they hoped. I was, I'm looking at the returns. I'm actually surprised by how close they got in a number of races, considering, considering they were outspent uh, two to one, two to one. So, um, you know, it was a better showing than expect, you know, than, than I think it ought to have been, considering how much the left spent. So they were outspent. How was the turnout as you look at the numbers? Because the way the turnout that I'm looking at was 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 pretty bad for Republicans yesterday. It was. Um, I think you have to understand that there's kind of been a switch in the United States. We're leading up to um, the Dobbs case, the Roe versus Wade being overturned. The Republicans had more of the passion on abortion than the Democrats. And I think now you're seeing that sort of shift. I think the Republicans see it as less of a problem, less of an issue. And the Democrats have used it to mobilize their base. And I think that's what you're looking at. This isn't, I think, new people, or I don't think it's the, the independents or the middle. I think it is what I call the Barack Obama effect and what he did in 2012, which is he didn't win more of independence. He just increased the turnout of his base. And that can win elections. I mean, that can absolutely win elections. And Republicans aren't doing it. I agree with you 100 percent, 100 percent. And I and I and I'm really tired of people that are looking at this election and and saying these big pronouncements like Ann Coulter did today, that pro-lifers are going to kill the Republican Party. These are the same voters. It's just the Democrats are getting them out to vote. Obama had an incredible get out the vote operation in 2008. And the Democrats have figured this out right now because they embrace mail-in balloting. They embrace absent the, uh, the the drop boxes and they embrace early voting. And Republicans, we are still stuck on voting on Election Day. And this is yeah. the problem. And we have to acknowledge that. Totally correct. Yeah, it's not totally that it's not that since since Roe was overturned, all these people have started just registered to vote and came out. It's the same freaking people, but they're mobilized. And the Democrats are really good at this. And we and Republicans suck at it. Right. And, you know, um, what's going to kill the Republican Party is a lack of a strategy and a plan um, to turn out their base and to engage their base and to go to places like Cambria County and others and move from, say, and I have to look at the returns. I haven't seen it recently, but certainly when we met Osran, it went from a 67 percent turnout for Republicans in 2020 to like 52 percent. And. Those numbers matter. Everybody forgets there is a central part of the state and all the center counties equal the percentage of votes that come out of Philadelphia. So the Republican Party has to do its job. And I think you're totally correct. The Republicans are fighting the last war. They're still stuck in many ways in in 2020 or scared of mail-in ballots or they want to see Trump president again. And there's a new war with new fronts and new players and they got to play. Yeah, we got to play. According to the rules of the game, not 
according yeah. to rules that we wish were part of the game. And th- this That's this funny. is this is the battle. You know, I had a, a very nice woman call the show earlier and she said, France moved to paper ballots. Why can't we? And I, I said, because, well, first of all, we have 50 separate elections and that's not going to happen. Um, somebody else called in and said something to the effect of, uh, well, y- y- you know, if, if Donald Trump didn't like mail-in balloting in 2020, I said, well, nobody did. It was brand new back then. But now here it is. And the campaigns have to embrace this. The other thing I think we have to deal with is the social media aspect, because a point was made from a woman who called the show, in the, I think the three o'clock hour, Jennifer, and she said, you know, Democrats are really good at utilizing TikTok and they're utilizing Instagram and all these other things. And she said, Republicans are not doing any of this. And that's a problem. And her point was maybe we need a Republican national chairman or woman who can use this technology and embrace people, embrace young people, because even though we know TikTok is a, is a tool by China to spy on people, young people are still on there. They're not they're not leaving that. And Democrats are are flooding the zone here with with ads. Yeah. And, and look, I I would <clears throat> I'm not against that. I think it's an important tactic in, in this strategy, but there's no guarantee that at those expenditures turn people out. And I would be interested to see the age ranges of turnout because it still trends older. So, but, you know, older people are on social media. And I think this requires strong grassroots organization at the county and the local level. And it requires a united message across the Republican Party. And they have got to put into Republicans, they have to go put trust back into the election system. And, you know, the, the thing that's, oh, well, Donald Trump thinks we should go to paper ballots. Well, Donald Trump thought everyone should get a vaccine for COVID. And nobody agreed on the Republicans agreed with him on that. So it's convenient to say you agree with President Trump on one thing, but not another. And that's kind of my point. He's not always right. He's not God. And I can't believe the amount of times I have to state this. Donald Trump is not God. And I, I think, like, please, he is not the ruler supreme of the Republican Party. I think there are that the leaders of the Republican Party have got to start solidifying behind someone who can bring people together, who can speak to the base, who can excite them, and who can demand an operation that can win. And that's just business. Right, Rich? Like, I come from the business world. This is a business proposition, and I'd be saying it the same way if I was analyzing the Democrats. This is a business, and the Republican Party is not good at its business right now. So, And I think that... Um, we have to think about that. And we've said that has to be that the Republicans have to own this. Well, I think if, if Trump is the nominee in 2024, he's going to be all over mail and balloting. I think I think his campaign is going to embrace it. I think they're going to have to. I, it's it's more, in my opinion, a question of do can we as Republican voters, can we philosophically embrace this and and get over this? And I, and and I would be it would be helpful if he would come out, whoever the nominee is and say and say that. I really think we have to. We're we're just we're t- we're rolling the dice here on election day. We're rolling the dice, oh, thinking yeah. people are going to turn out to vote, and Democrats are just not taking these votes for granted. And and I, but no. we we have this old mindset still. Yeah, and I don't think it takes a huge percentage swing, similar to winning over, say, the black vote or the Hispanic vote, or or, or you don't always need to win the vast majority. Inroads need to be made percentages need to be shaved off. And it's the same with mail-in balloting. Republicans need to go to their base and they need to have a convincing reason to get people to turn out to this election. 
And they, the, the big thing, though, is spending. I mean, um, the Republicans were outspent. We need groups both in the state and out of the state to invest money the way the left did. I mean, everyone from the ACLU, um, Planned Parenthood, there's a couple of Soros-funded groups out of Ohio and other places, a lot of groups out of D.C., that all poured money into Pennsylvania to fight this, and they outspent um, two to one. Uh, those were the initial numbers I'm seeing. So um, I, I, I think that also is something that, um, you know, the National Republican Party and others really have to think about. Yeah. Jennifer Stefano is with me. Uh, she is executive vice president of the Commonwealth Foundation and columnist at the Philadelphia Inquirer. You mentioned how in your piece, your latest piece, that Josh Shapiro is the least productive governor that we've had, which I, I, I like the fact I like when politicians aren't effective, because then usually it means that they're not passing new laws and regulations and making my <laughs> life miserable. Um, but at the same time, we're, there's there, there are things that are very important to Pennsylvania that are not happening right now. And why is that? Yeah, you know, you ask a great question. Why is Josh Shapiro not getting stuff done? He didn't get the budget done. He vetoed his own priority in Lifeline Scholarships. Democratic priorities are not getting done. Um, I've learned, Rich, you're asking a question. It's sort of like trying to divine uh, some mystical thing. Josh Shapiro came into office with enormous political capital. He trounced his Republican opponent. Uh, Democrats are popular. Josh Shapiro is popular. Where I see the problem for Shapiro is that Josh Shapiro is popular, but in our recent polling from the Commonwealth Foundation, people can't name any of his accomplishments. And that's because outside of I-95, he's not putting up big ones. But as I wrote in my column in the Philadelphia Inquirer, there are competitors in the field, other governors, um, who are, who have divided government and who are putting up big wins, it, including Democrats putting up major tax cuts uh, for their constituents. And even in Virginia, um, Youngkin, Governor Youngkin, um, who didn't have a good light night last night. but still, I don't know if he didn't, by the way. To... I'm, I'm seeing some numbers coming out of there. and I, He might have had a better night than we think. I, I think it just kind of depends on the analysis. But, <laughs> but, anyway, but, but go, go ahead with your point. Yeah, I, I, I think um, w- what I'm saying is that there's a lot of governors in the United States, both Democrat and Republicans, that have divided government, and they're able to get things done. And, and the remarkable thing is even Democrats are putting up tax cuts. Um, Youngkin not only put up a big tax cut with his Democratic legislature, he also gave a raise to law enforcement. So there's lots of constructive things that um, could be happening that aren't under Governor Shapiro. And so you really do have to ask yourself, a man that is seen as a political savant, a man with all this uh, political capital, a man that generally is well-liked by Pennsylvania, why is he the least productive governor in 50 years? And we at the Commonwealth Foundation measured that based on the amount of legislation that has crossed his desk in this time frame since he's been in office compared to governors going back to 1975. And like you, Rich, you know, Slow government is lovely government, but there are, you know, look, I was down um, at Chris Bay down in North Philly today and saw children in some of, that would be going to the worst public schools in our, in, in our city. And instead they were at the wonderful Cristo way, which is a Roman Catholic high school where they work at corporations one day a week and they have a 100% college acceptance rate. So, you know, this is, this yeah. is what's needed. 
Jennifer Stefano, I agree. And I think we've covered a lot of ground on this day. And the last thing I'm going to ask you before I let you go here is how's your mom doing? My mother is on her way to my house with pizza. She is she was frantic to get here in time to, to to watch me do the interview with you. She thinks that's very exciting, but she is listening in her car as she's speeding. Hopefully not. No, don't speeding, speed. No, don't drive safe. Right, yeah, exactly. Tell my mother. What what kind of now I'm starving. What kind of pizza are you getting? You know what? I don't know. She's gonna surprise me. she's been out galvanizing with some of my gaggle of children. So we'll see what I <laughs> okay. uh We'll see what the lights walk through the door. All I know is I don't have to cook, and that's the dream. Uh, before, I let, but one more question though. Since you brought up Glenn Youngkin, a lot of people are thinking that maybe Youngkin would jump in the race. The, the results from yesterday have to be analyzed a little bit more. I think in terms of Virginia, but does 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 Biden even run at this point? I mean, you got what's his name coming out over the weekend, Axelrod, and saying Biden's got to get out of the race. I mean. You have, obviously, there are Republicans who are hoping that maybe, I'm not one of them, but there are Republicans that are hoping that somebody else will get in the race. Um, Do you think that that it's going to wind up being a rematch of, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but Trump versus Biden, or what's going to happen here? Yeah, I think it's going to be, and and, and again, this being American politics, I don't don't believe it's going to be Trump or Biden. Again, I don't wish ill to our current president. Um, I, I think he's, you know, I, I'm. I feel that if, look, if he, if he wants to run, he can run. I hope nothing else comes to him. But I, I think the Democrats put an enormous problem on their hands. I think the pressure is mounting. I think you already saw people calling out that Gavin Newsom's running a shadow campaign. I don't foresee a guy like Josh Shapiro or Glenn Youngkin jumping into this race, even if Trump gets out. I think these guys are going to bide their time because this is going to be an ugly, expensive fight. And considering that. You know, Trump and Biden are still at the top of the ticket. All I'll say is this is it saves money for both the Democrats and Republicans in one way in that everybody's shooting at Trump and Biden um, verbally, obviously. And 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 kind of uh, you can maybe reserve some of your powder, keep your powder dry and not jump in or not announce or not get too vigorous, because I do think, you know, within the next again, this being American politics, I hate making these predictions. But I think it is perfectly feasible and possible that you could see neither Trump nor Biden um, running for the president of the United States. Fascinating. Well, at least we will be entertained no matter what. Enjoy the pizza. Jennifer Stefano, say hi to your mom, executive vice president of the Commonwealth Foundation and columnist at the Philadelphia Inquirer. We'll post a link to your latest piece. Thanks, my friend. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me on. You bet. It's the five o'clock happy hour. Happy hour. Brought to you by the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May. Save 15% on midweek stays, Sunday through Thursday. Now till December 31st. Just mention the promo code Zioli at GrandHotelCapeMay.com. Ed is in Del Rand. He's been holding for quite some time. Ed, my man, what's going on? What are your thoughts? So, listen, I got a lot of thoughts. and You, you know always what? do. Let's simpl- hey, let's simplify some of this. I have a brother who's an engineer, and he's retired now, and he's done very well for himself. And here's one of his theories about New Jersey, and I'm going to have to agree with him because when they legalized marijuana, you know what they did with all the money? They pumped it into all the inner cities 
So then they can tell everybody who votes Democrat, hey, you better get out and vote Democrat. And they give them cigarettes and they give them bus rides or they give them absentee, you know, ballots to mail in or whatever. And they say, you better vote Democrat or you're going to lose all these beautiful benefits that we're giving you because those evil Republicans are going to take it all away. Well, there was a thing years ago where they were giving out cigarettes, but now I think it's they give away uh, vaping. I don't think cigarettes anymore. I think it's the vapes. Okay. Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to have to say they, they get these inner city votes, uh, you know, and they and they this overwhelms because then you got a low Republican turnout. And it's like my wife said, she said, you know, you got Democrats knocking on doors and going crazy to get the vote and get the voters out or get the votes in whatever fashion they're getting them. And you got Republicans who are nonchalant, not working that hard. I'm not saying all of them, I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush, but there are some that are just not enthusiastic. I get it. I, I hear you, man. I, and, and, and we take it for granted. We, we just, we, we sit back and we wait till election day and Democrats and, don't do that. And that's the big and lesson. Rich, I am with you 100%. I have never since 18 missed a vote for even the dog catcher. Yeah. You should run for dog catcher. <laughs> Thanks, you'd, be a, you'd be a heck of a dog catcher for Del Ran. I'm just saying that. <laughs> All right, buddy. All thanks right. for the call. Always good talking to you. I appreciate it, Ed. And Mike, you go ahead. You're the you're the last word before the hour. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, Rich, I, I'm burned out. But anyway, I know people that got free mail-in votings, and they mailed all free votings in Democrats. I know people like that. I got a place in the mountains, people that have been voted. that They didn't go vote, but their vote was already in. And I said you before, which you blew me up a long time ago. Why don't we have barcode? When you mail in your ballot, no matter when you can mail anyone, but a barcode, you can't put three ballots in at one shot. And one other question for a hang I, mean, I blew you in up. I, I don't remember I that. This, I, yeah, I was months ago. You just blew me. You didn't, you didn't talk to me, but I got the bone rush. But I'm saying to you, why don't they have a no. barcode? You go in your store and you got your barcode. That's it. You can't put two items in the same thing. Boom, you already got, you already got because it would make it harder to cheat. That's why. And as long as Democrats that's are in what, charge, they're not going to give you barcodes. Why don't they have it? Because Democrats, because it'll be New Jersey. I'm, I'm answering. Before we hang up. Okay, I, listen. I understand. Listen. In New Jersey, yeah. we got, I do construction. A lot of guys are not, you know, they're Mexican, Guatemalan, blah, blah. But they all got license to come in Pennsylvania to work. So can they vote because they have license to drive a car and a truck? It, de- it depends on the election. They're not, they're not supposed to be voting in, in, in they're not supposed but to be I'm, voting. But, but certain cities but have I'm passed. I'm saying to you, they yes. have a license. Yes. They have, you know, can they, can they vote? Probably, yes. I think that and is what Democrats are trying I own to do. Property, I own property in the mountains, and they're looking to buy my land, you know, for, you know, the actual price for it. Why are Ohio, and this is California, are sending me letters in the mail saying, we want to buy your 30 acres, we want to buy your 60 acres. So my question is, why are they trying to buy it up there? And the third thing is, they're sending eagles. Right, this is in Bradford County, Pennsylvania. They got Mexicans, bought about all up in there, all Put all over the place, everywhere. So are they trying to make it one, no more Republicans? And one other thing, Republicans ain't got no damn backbone. They stink. They got no backbone. The border, everything. Right, this, Mike, I gotta run. I got, I'm not trying to give you the bones rush. You said a million things. Okay, I gotta go. Barcodes, I got you. I gotta go. I gotta take a break. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 